I am kind of on a high and it's a natural high and it's a natural high that I have missed having for quite some time. Now, thank you for the wonderful messages. I always love hearing from everybody. One message truly just touched my heart and Capri, thank you. That meant the world to me, and you made me feel like a queen. You really, really did, and that just made my day. And I felt like I'm not such a horrible person, and I felt like the old me again. This illness seems to kind of take us and make us feel like a prisoner and makes us feel like we're missing out on everything. That's one of the reasons why I never really did Facebook very much. That and the fact I couldn't ever get anybody to like anything. I still have an issue with that. But I've been on Facebook since 2009. I had 11 friends. And some of them were just because they were, they knew my husband. So I didn't touch Facebook until May of 2022 when my doctor said, we can't help you anymore. Join a support group. You'll get more answers there. I was shocked. It's been since then that I have been hell-bent on trying to raise awareness about this illness so no one tells my son, go to Facebook and get on a support group to get your answers. God forbid if you Dr. Google, they look at you like you're crazy. But I'm being sent to Facebook. I mean, seriously? So in that amount of time, I've grown in the friends. Now, I don't have, I guess, what you consider a personal page. I've had it. It's turned, I guess, to like digital creator. Honestly, I got it. I was trying to like update my bio and put in there H-E-D-S. And somehow it's gone from public figure because I was in radio to um, digital creator. And I don't know what digital stuff I'm creating. But anyway, it's just there. And I don't know how to change anything. And I'm like, screw it. I don't really use it anyway. I just post stuff about the illness and I don't put anything about my son. And everybody knows if you're personal friends with me, we're not going to share on Facebook. I mean, if Jennifer posts something about her child and if I see it, I'll like it, but I don't ever see it. So the other day I saw something, somebody had posted and I'm trying so hard, you know, it's like, I don't ever understand how you figure it out. I keep asking my husband, I said, well, if I post something, because I've got all of these other people's posts in my thing, how will anybody see what I post? And he somehow explained to me that it, it, it all works out. I just don't know. But I went through and I saw this picture. And it was somebody I knew had posted it saying, I don't know how this works, but here you go. So you're supposed to share this picture. It was this picture of this little kid. And it was horrible. It was a sick kid. It was an obviously sickly child. And I just thought, this is horrible that they have this out there. But it's like, if you share the picture, that they'll make money or something like that. And I thought, okay, I never do this kind of stuff. I'll just do it. And, you know, I'm at least being productive and active on Facebook. And this person will know that I cared, you know, <laughs> that, I, that I went ahead and shared it. So I did it, and then I was alerted today by another friend that it's a scam. And she said, don't do it. It's, it's like 
it's a scam. They do these pictures. And she's like, delete it. And she says, I reported the person in the comment. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I in? What's going to happen to my Facebook? What's going to happen? <laughs> I've been involved in a scam. So I just don't really participate. I do try to respond to comments in the groups, but I try to definitely, I, I'm mostly like the only one that really posts anything in the AWOL Zebra group because it's all new, you know, and, and we're, you know, it's just now people are starting to ask questions and other people are participating. And so it's, it's a lot of fun for me because I'm like, oh my stars, it's like a real group now. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, a friend of mine has a friend that has this illness and she lives in the Berg, which is Williamsburg. That's what we call it. We really don't. We always say Williamsburg, but it's just easier to say the Berg. That's where the radio station is. I had a job there. They wanted me to work for free. And I said, I do not work for free. And, you know, I did like a couple days. And I said, nope, not for me because I don't pay to talk. That's just my philosophy. I'm not going to pay to talk. So she friends me. And I'm like, fine, whatever. So she goes ahead and friends me. And she puts out stuff all the time. Well, somehow I've gotten involved in her ice cream socials and this, that, and the other. And I was like, you know, she's like, would you be interested in coming? And she had the, the you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hardly get out. And because she's local, I thought, well, she physically wants us there. <laughs> no, it was a virtual ice cream social. So while I'm trying to look up her address thinking, how in the hell am I going to go to an ice cream social? I don't even know this person, but you know, I'm just thinking they live in Toana. It's not that far. I could go, but thank God I did not go because it wasn't real. And it was storming that day. And I'm like, and the way I found out was I said, it's really storming out there. Are you still having it? Because it's, our ditch is filling up with water. And she's like, it's virtual. So I felt like an idiot and I did not uh, partake in the virtual ice cream social. But neither here nor there, this woman had an ice cream maker giveaway. And I looked and somehow I earned points and I was in the low end of winning, but I had gotten points. I have no idea how I did, but I got 200 points. I'm like, oh, <laughs> excellent. But I did not win. But as I was looking at the other names, I saw the name Krista Teufer, Krista Teufer Lintuck, Krista Teufer Lintuck. And I went, Krista Teufer, I went to school with a Krista Teufer. And then I went, Lynn Tuck, I went to school with the dentist, Lynn Tuck. I said, Krista Toy for Lynn Tuck? No, she didn't marry. Oh, no. So then, of course, I go through Facebook hell and I start going down the rabbit hole, right? So I click on Krista Toy for Lynn Tuck and I look and it doesn't look like Krista Toy for, but it's Krista Toy because she's in Toanna and her husband is, you guessed it, Dennis Lynn Tuck. So I then proceed to go down her Facebook grail or whatever it's called. And I'm like, okay, I see this. And boom, had a wonderful time at the 35-year Lafayette High School reunion. Really? It was August 2nd of 
this year, and it was at the Billsburg Brewery, which is four minutes from my house. The house that was bought by my family in 1979, and a member of my family has always lived here, and I wasn't invited. So I'm going through her little thing, and I'm looking at the 35 pictures, and I'm like, I don't recognize not one single person, not one single person. And then I was trying to look because they had name tags on. And then I was looking and I went, oh, Jamie Axtell. That's what he turned out to look like. I remember him. And then I looked and I went, who is that girl? And she looks familiar. And I went, oh, there's Leslie. Leslie Stokes. I remember her. She married Todd. I only remember her because she used to own a tanning bed place many years ago. And I used to go there and we met there. And so I kind of knew what she looked like. We were best friends in the seventh grade. You grow apart, I guess. But I looked, and I, I couldn't figure out who these people were. And then I went, oh, that's Cindy McCorders, because I had to go look them up. Like, I had to look at, I was, like, blowing it up and looking at their name tags, and I was mad at the ones who didn't have a name tag. And I looked, and I think I think I saw Stacey Halverson. I saw, I saw all these people, and I'm like, I remember. And it was put on by Mike Lynch. He had the prettiest eyelashes of anybody I ever knew for a boy. I mean, just gorgeous eyelashes. And they had, like... They were dark eyelashes, but a portion of them had a blonde batch in them. Like, they were bleached. Like, they didn't get any color on them. And that just looks so cool. Like, Holly Marie Combs has, she fell. It's sad that I know this. But when she was a little girl, she fell and hit her head on a glass table. And that's why she has a scar in her eyebrow. And, you know, that's what, like, some of the rappers and stuff, like, they'll cut, you know, I guess their eyebrow out to be cool. But hers is natural. So, it is sad that I know that. But Mike Lynch had those awesome eyelashes. So, I go down and I start reading the things. And I'm like, Jessica Ralston? Oh, I remember her. And then I looked and I went, oh, she married Nash Dunnigan? Oh, he's done stuff on Rick and Morty. I remember seeing her in a Sports Illustrated commercial the year we graduated, which was 88. It was one of those where I got a sports phone and I got a football phone and ah, it was like real quick. Like she was standing like in New York or something. But I'm like, oh my goodness, all of these people. And I wasn't invited. Get ready for the next reunion, which is two years from now. Put your name on the list if you want to be invited. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading all the names and I'm looking at all the names and I'm looking at all the people and I swear none of them looked the same. It wasn't like they aged and they didn't age well. They just didn't look like an older version of them. Now, if I had shown up, there were very few six foot one tall, blonde at the time, kind of ash brown, blonde kind of girls in our school. There was one, it was Christy Hickman, and she didn't like me much. She was best friends with my stepsister twice removed and and she didn't like me and she's the one who wrote my name but because of her I came up with a capital C capital H which got me out of detention so <laughs> don't care but I thought I honestly do that's why I don't feel like I'm very mature because I don't feel I don't feel like I'm 53 I know I look like I'm 53, if not older, I feel a lot older, but 
I still have the same long hair. I'm still six foot one. I mean, with the exception of the wrinkles, you know who I was in 88 and you know who I am now. And I say all this because I was standing behind this girl in the checkout line a little while ago. This, this was many a year ago when I was out and about on a regular day. And I looked and I saw this girl and I was looking at her and she had a really, really tight skirt. And it was, it was a little, it was just really, really tight. And it was very form fitting and everything showed. And I was like, who is she? She just looks kind of familiar from the back. Turned around, it was Angela Mullen. And she looked the same, but just a little bit older. So I know. And then there's the girl that works up the street, the Chickahominy house. Tammy, and she looks the same as she did in high school. So you know what it is? Is There's some people that just changed completely. And I was like, I can't believe I missed this reunion. And they obviously don't want me there because I'm not hard to find. I mean, I've heard these stories. They're like, yeah, my mother got, you know, a thing about the reunion. Well, my mother never got one. If she did, she never told me because she was living here when I had my first reunion. So I don't know. But I've never been invited. I, I feel like I've always been, <laughs> been the odd man out. When you listen to me, I guess you can figure why. But I was thinking, I should have gone or I should go to the next one. And then I was looking at all those pictures again. And I thought, nope, nope, shouldn't have gone. Didn't miss a daggone thing. There's many other things I can do than go to my 37th high school reunion. Don't feel like I'm missing much. I'm also not one of those people that, you know, puts out, I love you, honey. It's our 15th anniversary. Smooches, smooches. You're the best one for me. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, all that, which is fine if you do. That's just not me. Usually my messages on Facebook is where I have my meaningful conversations. I'm not really one for being public. <laughs> you're probably going, uh, yeah, you're like episode 300 and some. You're not one for being public. No, I share about this illness because I want to raise awareness and I need to stop myself from going crazy and I can't do my job and I need an outlet and this is what I do. But I, I don't feel like I'm missing out on much because it would have exerted so much energy to go. And I know this because today I have had probably the best day in weeks. For one, I now know that stress weighs heavy on my body. I now know that my head is heavy for my body. So I'm breaking out the old neck collar because I know when I need it. Now, I had a wonderful day where I got up. I got to send my husband and my son off to work. I stayed in the bed. I needed to go out and I needed to mail a package and I needed to go get pork chops and grapes from the store. I had a curbside pickup to pick up. I needed to get my son, and I would need to fix him lunch. 
So I rested. I did all of that. Well, I went and did those things. After my son and I got home and he ate, I had a little bit of time before he had to go to work. I knew my husband wasn't going to be home. So I said, I can tell that I'm starting to feel the wear and tear on my body. I need to go sit down. So I went and sat down because I'm trying to pace myself. So I go and I sit down for a little bit. And then it's time to take my son to work. I go ahead and I put on the old neck collar because I know I did that as soon as we started putting up the groceries because I knew that I wasn't going to be thinking properly and I didn't want to go down sooner than I expected to. So I go and I take my son to Taekwondo. I go in and see the master, Master June, take care of my son's contract because he's on a, a contract and I pay for it every month. So I wanted to go and renew the contract. I went and picked up a Target curbside. I went and mailed the package. So excited, so excited to get that package out. I took care of some phone calls. I got gas for my vehicle. I came home. I did the dishes that I left because the old me would have done the dishes and gone down sooner, but because I knew I needed to take my son, I left those dirty dishes until I came back. I came back. I did the dishes. I prepared dinner. That just means I took the pork chop out for my son and put it in the cooking pan. And then I made the hamburgers for my husband and I. We all eat something different. And I'm now able to eat hamburger. This is the first time since 2007. I haven't been able to eat. I used to eat a quarter pounder without cheese and a filet of fish twice a day. At 4 o'clock in the morning, I'd stop at the 24-hour McDonald's and I'd get myself a quarter pounder and a filet of fish without cheese. And then at 11 o'clock on the way back, I'd get a quarter pounder without cheese and a filet of fish without cheese. And that was what I ate until I could no longer eat hamburger. So now I can kind of eat hamburger again. It's been years, but now I've been able to work that back into the menu. So I'm trying to do that. Made myself that milk. I had, I bought this little package of shrimp. You can buy cocktail shrimp, already a little package with cocktail sauce for like $5 at Harris Teeter. I got that and I made myself eat that because yesterday I didn't really eat much. And then I could tell my body was going down. I put everything up. I did the dishes. Everything's on the counter, ready to go in the stove. My son doesn't come home for a couple hours. My husband will be home in a few minutes. And I made myself come back and sit down and rest. Why? Because I'm hurting. I'm starting to really hurt. But it's okay. It's a, it's a you're starting to overdo it kind of hurt. So I need to sit down before it gets too much worse. Also, my neck now, not only do I get that sexy right eye wink, but my neck now starts bending back and forth and it starts twitching and I have no control over it. It's like spasms galore and there's just nothing I can do to stop it. It would be nice if it's a fascial adhesion. I don't know. Maybe I can get rid of it because I got rid of the ones in the back of my head 
and that kind of stopped it for a while. Now, when I start to get run down, I can, my neck just starts twitching, and I know that I need to go lay flat, and I need to sit down, because then my breath's going to go next, and my voice, and it's just a downward spiral from there. Ooh, ooh, and I stopped by the Hallmark. I have been doing Christmas in July since 1982. I used to work at Hallmark. It was Nottingham Hallmark back in the day, and I loved it. I go for Christmas in July every year since 1982. This was the first year that I missed it. First year that I missed it. Because in 2021, I went down right after Christmas in July. I was kind of up and down during that time. And then in 2022, I was able to push through and get there. This was the first year I just couldn't do it. And we always pick special ornaments for the family, like one each. Like my husband and I will get a special one and then Wyland gets something. Usually they have something that coincides with something we did. Like the year we got married, we traveled for the first time. We went uh, to Amsterdam on our honeymoon and the ornament was a red little bag with a passport in it. It was perfect. Then one year they came out with an ornament that was of the game Sorry and that was the first year we bought a game for our family and it was the game Sorry. So that was special. And now it's, it's a t hit and miss kind of thing. And I no longer, I mean, it's just, they're just trying too hard. And there's just some things I just don't want. And my Santa Claus has to be just right. It can't be a Santa with brown boots. It has to be a Santa with black boots. That's just what I know. And when they have a Santa Claus and a Hawaiian shirt and stuff like that, I just don't care for that. I want my traditional Santa Claus. So now, and also they're expensive ornaments. And another thing you can only have but so many. So this year, the special ornaments we picked were all Doctor Who because when I went down, Wyland and I were in bed on the weekend and we were watching television. We ran across this show called Doctor Who and we started watching it. It was with one with Chris Eccleston and this was before I really knew anything about Doctor Who and I just cried when Chris Eccleston died and then was regenerated and came in to be David Tennant. Well, I fell in love with David Tennant, and then I fell in love with the love story of, of Billy Piper or Rose in Doctor Who, but I thought she was just wonderful with Chris Eccleston. I just thought he was sexy. I really loved that. It was one with the mannequins and all that. I just loved it. So when they broke them up, and she went to Bad Wolf, and he went on and was with Dr. Donna and all that, it started just kind of ruining it for me because... It was a love story for me. I just thought, oh, incredible. It's like, to me, like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I know it's not. And like True Lies, I think, is an awesome love story. And I know that's not, but it's just how I put it in my mind. But when it went to Matt Smith, we liked him, and I liked that. But I didn't care for it too much when it was Peter Capaldi. It just was hard for me. I think it's because he reminded me of this guy I used to work with, and he was just a narcissistic 
arse. So I just didn't care much for him. And then I didn't care for the woman because they made her have all these extra companions. Like the woman couldn't travel alone. So I didn't care for that. So anyway, Doctor Who ornaments were in the Hallmark ornaments this year. And the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith, was there. We got David Tennant last year and a Dalek. And then this year in July came out Matt Smith. And then October is going to be the silent. You think it would be the silence, but they call it the silent. That's one of their, you know, bad character things. And then in November comes out the table ornament or whatever it's going to be of the tortoise. So I will go and get those three and those three. And I, and I did that. I did that because the place to mail the package and the Taekwondo place and the Hallmark were in the same shopping center and the Target. <laughs> so I was able to do all of that in one stop. And I did not stop and get a soda because I'm drinking my water and I'm trying to do the electrolytes. And I truthfully already had a soda today. And I was like, I'm not going to get another one. Just don't have a taste for it. But I went in and I bought Matt Smith. So I got the 11th doctor. So that is what I have accomplished today. And now I'm trying to pace myself. So when my husband comes home, I'll be good to go. And I put up a load of laundry and I just started another. I'm feeling it. I'm definitely feeling it. But because of that wonderful message from Capri, I am riding high. Because I'm okay with missing my 35th class here reunion thing. That's cool because I honestly believe that with this illness, I mean, I was always kind of like that. It's, it's, it's always been, I don't like fake and phony people and I'm not going to spend time with you if I don't want to, because I don't hide my, my displeasure very well. So if I don't want to be around you, I don't want to be around you. I'm not going to be fake and phony. So that's what I do. It's like, that's why when I started my Facebook group, I didn't put a bunch of rules on there because I, I just said, you got to ask to join because it's private. But I don't have a bunch of rules in there for the simple reason there are no rules in life. When I walk up to you, I can't say, hey, before you start talking to me, make sure you're respectful. Make sure you don't put anything in our conversation about wanting me to buy something and don't do this. You can't live life like it's a Facebook group. So that's how I treated my fascinating AWOL zebra. There's no rules because I just figure if I don't like something you put or you're not respectful, I can just take you out of the group. It's just like in real life. If I didn't like what you said to me, I'd just walk away. <laughs> so that's how I treat it. So this illness has made me even more defiant or more wanting to stand up for myself and making me more want to really, really, I guess, savor the moments that I have with the individuals that I want to be around. And I'm so thankful that you come back each and every day. And it means a lot to me. And the messages, I sincerely appreciate it. And I love your tips. And I love learning from everybody. We have some great people coming up for interviews. I'm so excited. And I can't wait to share them with you. But in the meantime, I wanted to pop in and say, Heidi Ho, Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.